Welcome to another edition of the Hawk Off the Press podcast. I'm your host, Gazette Hawkeyes reporter John Steffi. I'm excited to be joined by former Consensus All-American, Outland Trophy recipient, and now this week, the latest Hawkeye to be named to the College Football Hall of Fame, Robert Gallery. Robert, thanks for joining me. You bet. I appreciate it. So what was the moment like when you found out that you were going to be a Hall of Famer? Uh, you know, it was kind of it was kind of a fluke deal. I just gotten out of a out of an appointment, and uh, uh, Steve Rowe called me. Um, you know, and I uh, I had his number on my phone, obviously from from the past, and uh, wondered what he wanted. Uh, and uh, the the story was that I was supposed to get a FedEx from the from the Hall of Fame, but because of the 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 weather we've been having up here in the mountains, uh, FedEx, you know, wasn't making it on time. So he just wanted to let me know that. It was going to be released in a few minutes, um, and it was actually great. It was great to hear somebody, uh, a familiar name call, and, and it was, uh, you know, kind of shocking. I was, you know, pulled over, so I had good service, and, um, you know, it was very, very humbling. I was uh, kind of thrown back. I you know, Obviously, I don't follow, you know, when they release the awards. I I, I knew I was on the ballot, but that's about all. Um, so the, to get that call, it was, uh, you know, turned out, turned out to be a pretty exciting day. And then you've had, obviously, a lot of awards and accolades throughout your career. Where does this one rank on that list? Yeah, I think, you know, this is, you know, it's it's right up there. I mean, this is the ultimate uh, individual accomplishment. Um, not that I did it myself. You know, obviously, it took great coaches and great teammates for me to get this, to this position to be eligible and to receive this award. But you know, it's, it's humbling. And at this point in my life, um, you know, I'm, you know, not that those other awards weren't great, but it was, you know, things were, were fluid back then. It was, you know, the, the, even the outland, it was on to the things after that and pro career. And, you know, you never really had time to sit and reflect and, and enjoy some of those other awards because I was always working to be better and to, to go to the next step and do the next things. Um, but now it's, you know, I can sit and, and reflect on, you know, my time at Iowa, my career, all of the accomplishments I did, uh, I did get, you know, to read them on paper and then to read, you know, what it takes to get into the Hall of Fame. It's, uh, you know, I'm very, very thankful. I'm very humbled. And to be uh, on, on that list of guys that have made it uh, from Iowa, uh, the, the other 10 guys, players, that is. And, you know, some, 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 uh, obviously some legendary names on there. So to, to have my name thrown in with, with theirs, uh, I'm thankful um, and humbled, like I said, and um, it's very exciting. It's uh, it's uh, I think this is right up there. It still hasn't quite set in. I think after the the banquet next December, but it's um, you know, it's it's the ultimate, the ultimate award at the at that level. Did you get a chance to see the other names? You're on kind of a star-studded class here going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, there's it's definitely you know there's guys. Uh, uh, like myself that were, um, you know, early in the, in the process, there's guys that have, um, you know, been, uh, been on the ballot for a long time that are, uh, you know, of the earlier eras. Um, so yeah, to, to see some of those names, I recognize obviously a lot of them and, you know, just to be a part of that group is great. Um, but for, for me, it's to be added to the list of, of guys from Iowa. Um, that's the, the real honor for me uh, is uh, to represent um, the, the university of Iowa and be, you know, named with those, those other guys um, that, that are already uh, in the Hall of Fame. 
And then what was it about Iowa and even before Iowa with East Buchanan that really prepared you for what we can now call a Hall of Fame career? Yeah, it's, you know, to the time to reflect on that, it's, you know, it was a lot of things. It was, uh, you know, a good upbringing, uh, great parents uh, that, that brought me upright, taught me how to do things, how to work hard, how to finish things, um, how to be consistent and, and really go after what you want. Uh, my, my siblings uh, that came before me uh, that, that played college sports, you know, they showed me uh, my brother Jay, my brother Nick, and uh, my sister Julia were before me, and then my brother John after me. But they showed me like, hey, if you work hard, these things can happen, you know. So I saw, I saw that happen, and I wanted that. I wanted to go to college. I wanted to get a scholarship. Uh, so that was a big uh, step in preparation for me. And then just you know, getting to the University of Iowa, and and you know, no, I wasn't you know a sought after guy. I, I remember sending out you know, highlight tapes that I made on VHS, uh, you know, to different colleges and, and to, to getting to school. It was, you know, I was just another guy like everybody else on that team. That's the great thing about that team we had. It was just a bunch of guys, no, no, no superstar, a bunch of guys that came to work. And then uh, obviously being a part of, of Coach Ferentz's, um, you know, first first year, I think that was a, a big part of it because of the, the struggles, you know, in that one in 10 season that we all went through. Uh, and then building that program up, you just appreciate things so much more. You see what it takes to uh, the work it takes. Um, and it was just, you know, for me, it's a blessing to, to have been coached by those guys, that that staff that, you know, Coach Ferentz to Chris Doyle to Joe Philbin to Reese Morgan at, at my position. Um, and, and just to, to work with those guys, work within the system and in the, the, you know, to be at the University of Iowa, at Iowa University of Iowa and the values that the people have there and, and be a uh, uh, in-state guy. It was just a, obviously meant a lot to me. And now about two decades or so later, what were some of those favorite moments from your time there? You know, I think, you know, the, the, the not so um, glamorous ones, I think those tough times, um, you know, the first couple of years, you know, I remember those, those were, you know, as, as tough as they were, they were fun times, um, you know, battling and, and everybody competing, you know, we were not very good as a team at that point. And those off-season workouts, uh, you know, uh, running wind sprints and, and competitions, I, I remember that, you know, because it was just a bunch of guys working and working to be better. And then, obviously, as we had more success, those big games, uh, you know, the double overtime at uh, at Happy Valley, um, you know, Michigan at the big house, uh, you know, this uh, game after game after game um, that, that really stick in my mind and, and more so – being around the guys, that's the thing you miss as an athlete is being around your buddies, being in the locker room, the time, you know, the the practice and that, that's a grind. It's, you know, it's tough, but it's the time you send in the lock, spend in the locker room with the guys. It's the time you spend in the meetings with the coaches. Uh, that's the stuff I remember, you know, the, the bonds I, I created. And, and we got to revisit that this year, went back for the reunion for the O2 team and Man, it's the same guys, right? They're all some are some are heavier, some are skinnier, but the same guys from from twenty years ago. It was like we had seen each other yesterday. So I think that bond is the biggest memory for me. And then obviously success, right? You you do sports to be successful, not only individually but collectively as a team. And to to see what we did, um, uh, starting out with Coach Francis' first year, and, and moving forward to you know that two thousand two team and 
and what that program has continued to do. Was there a point where you noticed, okay, things are different here. This is a winning trajectory here. You know, I think you're, you're in it. Um, when you're in it working, you don't notice that as much. Obviously when we made the, the Alamo bowl, that first bowl game, it was a huge deal, right? We, first game we bowl game we'd been to and it's like the playing on that sort of stage um and then going into that next year uh you know we were having success and then you know the the role we got on in 2002 um but you don't really have time to think of how good you are i you know even um even today it's like wow that was a that was a good team we were pretty good you know it was uh and that's an understatement you know but in the moment you don't have time because we were working right it was like yeah it was great we had a lot of success but there's no time to sit and think about it and and pat ourselves on the back because that's the type of group we were that we just went back to work Um, so after the fact and now you know 20 years later to sit and think about it it's 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 pretty uh pretty amazing to think of what we did and the the group of guys we had what's it been like then in the now 19 years since your time at Iowa seeing kind of the continued success and the momentum that you guys started continuing where only a couple times where there hasn't been a bowl trip. And one of those was because of COVID. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, something that I think we're proud of is that group that came through there. You go back and, and you see, uh, you know, stuff that, you know, not that, that, that we created it, but uh, we helped uh, move it along. You know, we, uh, we got to that standard and, and obviously it starts with the coaching and the consistency of coaching with coach Ferentz and his staff, but uh, to know that, you know, where we used to work out, right? Now you go back and see the facility these kids have. Like, we didn't have any of that. We didn't need it. It wasn't needed in recruiting. Um, you know, obviously, it's a different day and age. Uh, but, you know, we worked in that old building, and we didn't, you know, we didn't care, you know? Not that the kids care today. You know, it's just a different uh, landscape of college, college recruiting. But, you know, we kind of started that, and those guys – you know, they, they didn't go through that tough time. A lot of those teams that, you know, so there's a year here and there that, you know, those guys understand, but those first three years were tough, you know, the, to, to build up, to be a one in 10, it's a demoralizing, terrible feeling. Uh, so I think it means so much more to us, like that we started from the very bottom and built ourselves up to where we were. And, and it's, it's great to see the continued success that the program and system has had. And now what are you up to now? You know, we live out in uh, Lake Tahoe, California, and, uh, you know, we got three kids. I got uh, uh, two girls and a boy that are very active in sports, and uh, so we're doing, uh, you know, just being a dad, doing uh, doing their sports and, um, you know, uh, volunteering, coaching flag football, uh, doing doing that stuff, outdoor stuff, and and just uh, enjoying, enjoying the time I have. I also have uh, been working with uh, uh, a friend of mine who's uh, retired. He's actually a ex-college football player, retired Navy SEAL, uh, who started a foundation for uh, awareness and, and helping uh, uh, against suicide prevention for military. And, and we're getting into the mental health side of it for for athletes also. So putting time and effort into, the, into that because we all put ourselves through a lot. And, uh, you know, obviously I'm a huge uh, military supporter. So uh, try, trying to raise awareness with them and, and just uh, just enjoying life and, and uh, enjoying seeing my kids grow up and do all their things. And for people listening who are wondering how they can support the foundation, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, it's uh, if they go to uh, 
of Vets, uh, Veterans Exploring Treatment Solutions. Um, it's uh, run by Marcus and Amber Capone. Uh, Marcus Capone was a, a college football player, like I said, and then a 13-year Navy SEAL. And uh, they're doing uh, raising awareness and doing uh, studies for uh, uh, alternative treatments for um, um, guys with uh, TBI, traumatic brain injury. PTSD, things like that. So if you go visit their website, um, it's donations, they're doing studies, things that, that help these guys. Unfortunately, right now, they have to go out of the country uh, to, to do these, these treatments, uh, but it's something that's really um, taking shape in the, the military community. And I hope to, to bring it on to the, the athletic side because it's, um, you know, the things that go on in battle and in football and in, 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 you know, in, in war, it's uh it's a, a lot of damage to, to the brain and to the body. And it's uh, these guys are doing some great, great things to, to help these guys out. And then with your kids, what did they think about now their dad is a Hall of Famer? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. They, uh, you know, they talk about it. Um, they kind of, I think they understand it now, what it really means. Um, they are, they're always asking questions about, oh, did you play with that guy? Well, no, he's, you know. 30 years older than me or you know <laughs> guys now that are playing I'm like no they're you know so the whole uh the, the age gap thing but you know they think they think they're obviously very proud they're proud of of what I've accomplished when we go back to football games you know when I go back to Iowa women's games um because of my wife you know I think they think it's pretty cool we watch uh you know we watch a lot of Iowa football and a lot of Iowa women's basketball here in our house and it's it's pretty special to share that with your children so I assume they're too young to get recruited. Yeah, they're uh, 13, 10, and 7. So <laughs> although the, the recruiting process these days is a little crazy, but, you know, they're just doing everything. We uh, we want to raise them like uh, like we were raised to do all sports, uh, to be well-rounded. If something happens, you know, that uh, great. If they want to go after go after something as they get older. But right now they're doing everything. You know, they're, they're uh, snow skiing, soccer, basketball, volleyball, Anything they want to do, uh, we're letting them do. And uh, but it's also we're not gonna, you know, they're not me. I'm not gonna force my my son to to be, you know, uh, be into football if he's not. He he is very into football. But you know, we want them to get there, um, you know, figure out what they like, and then uh, hopefully, if it's something they want to do, go after it and see what they can do with it. Well, Robert, thanks for joining me. You bet. Appreciate you having me on and. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say uh, I'm very, very honored to be named with those other other guys from Iowa, um, all those guys. So I'm very, very humbled to be uh, on that list of, of those names, because obviously those are some legendary names that are up there. So I appreciate you having me on and, and uh, we'll talk soon. Sounds good. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in to another episode of the Hawk Off the Press podcast. Until next time, we will talk Hawks later. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.